you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. What's up, Rap Sheet? Week 10, as we mentioned, is underway, but there's a lot more to look forward to. Sunday, one of those special 9 a.m.s to 9 p.m.s kind of day of football. What are we watching? those days. Well, first of all, let's keep our eye on the practice field for the Minnesota Vikings. It doesn't seem like it's going to affect Sunday, but it is going to affect Sundays in the future. I'm talking about Justin Jefferson, the star receiver for the Minnesota Vikings, did return to practice this week. Seems to be a little aggressive for him to be on the field after just one week of practice. They want to do this the right way. They don't want to rush him. They don't want it to have any setbacks. So the plan, it seems, is for him to practice this week, and then at least Justin Jefferson will have a chance to play next week's Sunday Night Football against the Broncos. But still, good news on the way for the actually pretty good Vikings. Maybe not as good news for the Cincinnati Bengals, whose receiver core is pretty banged up. First of all, Jamar Chase suffered a back injury when he landed really, really hard on his back uh, last, what was that, Sunday night, whenever that was. He had an MRI, no structural damage, didn't practice Wednesday, did practice Thursday, so at least he has a chance to be on the field Sunday. And as he told reporters yesterday, If he could possibly go, he will be there. I do not expect T. Higgins, though, to be on the field for the Bengals. Dealing with a hamstring injury, pulled it in Wednesday's practice. Didn't practice yesterday. Wouldn't expect him to practice today. Sounds like more of a week-to-week injury than a day-to-day injury. So could miss multiple games for Cincinnati. And then, you guys know we've been talking about Kyler Murray for the last, I don't know, 10 months or so. Kyler Murray is back. Back at practice this week. Full go, all systems go. It's not going to be Clayton Toon. It's not going to be Josh Dobbs. He doesn't even play for them anymore. Kyler Murray expected to start barring a setback 
for the Arizona Cardinals, finally, finally, their franchise quarterback back in the saddle. Finally, finally. Uh, that's good to know. Rap Sheed, does yeah. the Kyler Murray news make you want to grab one of the hats on the table? We're about to find out. Rap Sheed, thank you. Time for a round of no cap. All right, come We've on. got the rest of the teams playing in week 10. We eliminated two from last night out here on the breakfast table. Here's the first question. We've got a couple at hand. Grab the cap. Ryan's already cheating. Grab the cap of the quarterback that we're going to be talking about most come Monday, Ryan. Right here, Brock oh, Purdy. Wow. Everybody, we are going to San Francisco 49ers. Why? Because the San Francisco 49ers are going to get beat and lose their fourth oh in a gosh. row Go on. to the Jags, who end up at 7-2. and two. Because you even asked me the question yesterday, or someone on the panel, I can't remember, they all come together. <laughs> but they asked me, if they were to lose, do you have to take a look at Sam Darnold? Yeah. And Brock Purdy doesn't play well. No. But this is what's going to be batted about and talked about, because people are going to go, that is a Super Bowl caliber team. Yeah. It's not a Super Bowl caliber team. If the defense isn't playing the way the defense has been playing, that's the point of all this. So I think the bigger conversation is going to be Brock Purdy. Johnny, what do you got? You see a uh, you see a Tennessee Titan hat over there somewhere? Oh, yeah, you sure you want that one? Oh yeah, Tennessee Titan. Here you go. Yeah. I'm, 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 yeah, it is. It's a little bit of a stretch right here, but I'm gonna like throw it. this dome on right here because you know Mike Vrabel already went out on a limb and said Will Levis is the starter for the rest of the season, mm-hmm. and they're playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Did anybody see what C.J. Stroud just did to that Bucks defense? So I think we're going to be showing a lot of highlights of, what do we call him, Billy, Billy Jeans? Billy Jeans. Mm-hmm. Billy Jeans is going to show up on a Monday. Last week, we didn't give him his due, he, or the week before, he balled out. We didn't show enough highlights on a Monday. I think this week on Monday after Tampa Bay, after he had dissects them, He's got another big game. Incredibly, I don't think my quarterback has a nickname, but I think he has the best team in the league. It's Ravens-Browns this weekend. It's at Baltimore. They're going to try to go to 8-2. and two. I think that they will. I think win or lose, though, I think Lamar versus the Browns defense, Lamar versus Miles Garrett is like, that's why we like football. That's why we like the NFL. I like Baltimore in this game. I think if you were in the power ranking type, I think they're number one, and I think they prove it this weekend against Cleveland. Mm. What do you got, Jamie? Lamarkable. Well, give me that cap of that quarterback, that team that you think is just maybe falling his face this weekend that you've been talking about. I don't remember. Who did I say that Minnesota about? Minnesota Vikings, Jeff. The Vikings. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah, think I yeah, said yeah. fall on the face, well, Jamie. Your interpretation, right the interpretation was that you're just not sure the magic sauce well, it will continue. Well, it, I don't think it can continue. I'm with him on that. Yeah. I'm not, I, I Let Jamie right. have her peace. Sorry, what is Jamie. wrong with right. you people? Do you have no faith in the holiday spirit? Do you have no faith in the history of storytelling? Josh Dobbs, we're just going to find out. Does he play better when he knows the names of his teammates and his coaches and his sure. coordinators and the, OT, the guy that owns the team? We're going to find out if he does better when he has 30 minutes to study a playbook. Mm-hmm. We're going to find out if he plays better or not when he knows the cadence of the snap count and whatnot. And we're going to find out if he plays well at home because the Vikings are hosting the New Orleans Saints. This is a massive NFC game. And the Vikings, if they can get past this uh-huh. one, uh, Justin Jefferson might come back. And Josh Jobs, I'm just going to wear your jersey on Monday. There and I'm is. just going to be like, Kyle Brandt, look, it's Josh I hope jersey. you're right. I, I really hope that you're right. I'm Me not too. kidding. I'm not doing shtick. I, I hope, hope it's a right. real jersey, mm-hmm. not the uh, not the. the <laughs> we the will see, Sean. I it, may it, have... it's, it's who they're playing is my own yeah, issue. Yeah, I hear you. You know, I I, uh, the Atlanta Falcons uh, – you know, they, they invented 28-3, so they could lose to anybody, it, apparently. Oh, and that's, 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 mm, that's But the Vikings play the Saints, though. Wow. Right. That, 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 right. that, that was, but that was, that, that was All right, next question. Ago. All right, we've seen a lot of wild upsets last week. We've seen a lot of wild upsets in the first half of the season. So grab the cap of the team that you think All right. could flip the script in Week 10. Uh, Ryan. We need Leaf. I need Chargers. 
It's harder when they're all in the rainbow this, colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's, all right. it's like I got drafted uh, uh, from the Chargers. All right. Oh. Looks like you're born to wear it. I like it. Yeah. I didn't know we wore them. I, I'm, I'm new here. Um, but what I do know is the Chargers and what they've done the last two weeks has been really special, especially on the defensive side of the football. This is what I've wanted to see out of Brandon Staley in this defense. They've got three guys who can rush the passer. Derwin James is healthy and is playing as good as he possibly can at this point. So this is where that shift is made. They were a team that was two and four just two weeks ago. Now they got to the uh, back to the, the, the even line. They beat a team like the Detroit Lions, who are a favorite uh. coming into Los Angeles. That's flipped in the script. No doubt. That's the LA Chargers. Shawnee, what are you ordering? Come on. All right. I'm looking through the lineup of games and trying to flip the script, and it's like, all right, like what script would just be M. Night Shyamalan? Okay. You got a hat over there with an NY on it? With green or blue? Oh, I should have known. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. Come on. All right, just you're watching an M. Night oh, Shyamalan movie, and like you, there's no way you can predict the ending. Like there's no way anybody oh. would expect – the Giants to full, find a way to pull this out. You just said, you know, your comment was, I'm new here. I don't know where we're wearing the hat. Guess who else is new here? Tommy DeVito, all right? You were just talking about him earlier on. Would I mean, this would be the shocker of the season, I think, if the Giants and Tommy DeVito could go down to Dallas and mm-hmm. beat back and, and block Micah Parsons and find a way to get a victory. Look, it's a huge, it's a huge stretch. It's a huge reach. But I'm all in on it. Give me DeVito does Dallas, all right? Whoa. That's what I want to see. There we go. <laughs> We don't have a hat for that one, Sean. Yeah, different kind. Uh, <laughs> hey, don't forget the only win for the Cardinals this year was against the Dallas yeah, Cowboys. Yeah. Cowboys. Yeah. Can be done. You're comparing it to the sixth sense. I, I wonder if they're going to have six points. Hey, <laughs> not even the sixth sense. You know the one that did it for me? What? Was uh, Mr. Glass. Yeah. When he, yeah. When, Sam, when Sam Jackson and that scene happened uh, where he touched uh, Bruce yeah. Willis's I mean, it's it's one of the few places where I like goosebumps on my arms. I still do. I just got them right now. Chilling. Yes, that that may be one of the best endings in, in my shattered. What was it called? Shattered. M Night, uh, massive uh, Eagles fan. Unbreakable. Right. Unbreakable. Unbreakable. Yeah, that's what Bruce Willis. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going here. I'm going to go in New York as well. Oh. The Jets are at the Raiders. I, I, I worry a little bit about the Raiders come down after having the interim. The Jets have this way of staying alive. They're 4-4. Four and four. They need a win here. They, I don't know how the hell they do it with Zach Wilson. Yeah. But I feel like they're going to do it. And that Rodgers coming back storyline is going to stay oh. alive. You know, there's there's been some theories out there about Rodgers this week. Uh, the Dan Levitard show, which I really enjoy. Uh, a show whose, whose heart is sometimes bigger than his head, and that's part of his charm, uh, was floating some theories oh about that it didn't really happen. He never tore it. And I love you guys, but I want the Rodgers comeback story to stay alive, and it won't if the Jets go on some terrible losing streak. I said, I feel like they find a way this weekend. That's it. Oh. Erdogan, what do you I'm want? I'm going to pull from the headlines of our guests. Uh, is there a Washington Commander's hat out there? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, do you guys know that Sam Howell is second in the league in passing yards right now? Did not know that. Uh, I did know that. Yeah, that, that's pretty it, cool. I mean, Peter said what about him? He, the, you know who's the leader? Is it Tua? Probably. Maybe is. that's why they didn't accept uh, yeah. Tua, yeah. Peter Schrager, television's own Peter Schrager, said earlier this week that Washington might have a guy, and that guy's name is Sam Howell. If you go to Seattle, who is just coming off an atrocious yeah, outing in Baltimore, like you got to take advantage of when the bird is like kind of crashing down here. Go to Seattle, put your earplugs in. You know, Brian Robinson, get your first scepter, yeah. coach. Get things right with your team defensively too. I know you just traded away some guys on defense, but if you can notch this one in the NFC and it would be your first win yeah. against a team with a winning record, then we're cooking with something here with the Commanders. But yeah. Sam Howell, are you the guy? Because yeah. every week we're a little. Uh, uh, uh. He, if he gets that dub, he won't just be a guy. He'll be a G. 
Mm, okay. Or okay, G. yes. Uh, speaking of G, Gerald McCoy was in studio with us this week. And okay. in addition to being a six-time Pro Bowler, uh, he's a big superhero guy. Yeah, like Batman. Yes. Um, huge chain he wears. Like, you couldn't miss it. We all like Batman. Like, <laughs> Batman is, like, part of his life soul. and his culture and yeah. his family. Like, it's part of his soul. Yeah. Grab, wow. uh, we love you, Gerald. In his honor, grab the cap of the player who you think would make the best Batman villain. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm, yeah, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to go a little outside the box here. I'm not going to go with player. Fine. That's okay. fine. Whatever I'm, you want. I'm going to go. Whatever you want. I'm going to go with, with coach. All right. What and coach? it is Arthur, <laughs> Arthur Smith, everybody. Okay. All right. Why? Uh, okay. I don't know if I've ever seen a coach, well, sit for uh five minutes and tell you why in the best interest of the team was to not give the seventh overall picks the ball in the red zone uh, more often. It, it, they have so many weapons. What's going on? I, you're just finding ways to lose. You go to Minnesota and you have the third string, third string quarterback who doesn't yeah. know the names and you still find a way to lose. It's just, you are a villain right now and things are going to get very uncomfortable in Atlanta I'm a business partner with his brother-in-law, and him and I are, are on the outs right now because we really can't talk about it. You know? It's not even like a like a family therapy thing. Even it's it's tough. There you go. Wow. Oh, yeah. okay. What a, what a crazy Funny, tangent yeah. that was. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, the, the the Batman villains always monologue like they talk too much. That is one of the tropes, and that's yeah. what he was doing about mm. Bijan. Sean, give me your order. Come on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They talk too much. Yes. Wow. I could uh, go go go. I could go with Russell Wilson there if you want to go talk too much. But I I kind of like what he's. Bring it up with not okay. the quarterback. Give me the coach. Do you have a Miami Dolphins hat? Oh. Well, the Dolphins are on a bye this week, so yeah. I think we don't. Oh, no, yeah, Dolphins. That's too yeah, you're bad. Right. You're right. Should I? Should you want to think about it, Sean, and then uh, um, try again? Yeah, yeah. circle back. All right, Jamie, you're itching to go. What's yours? Um, go I was going to go with the Bengals hat. You're going to go with a Bengals hat. Yeah, that is like a it. tiger yes. logo. White yes. tiger boy. Oh, here it is. Batman, genius level intellect, expert detective, master of martial arts. Did you just Google Batman, yeah. Jamie? What yes, are you I did. doing here? Yes, I did. <laughs> what? Yes, I did. And uh, what was the one thing Gerald said about Batman this week? Um, that if you give him enough time to prepare yes. and be better, he will that's always true. defeat you. And that's how I feel about Joe Burrow. If you let this guy mess around and get that calf right and get this offense right... If you give him enough time to prepare, even if he is without two of his top wide receivers, I think the Texans are going to give him a hell of a game. However, Joe Burrow would make a really great Batman, a really great Batman. And he's already got a That's couple true. of good Robins on his team if he had to have It'd be like the Robert Pattinson type Batman. Yes. Sean, we're doubling back to you. Give us something brilliant because we waited. Go ahead. What do you got? Um, all right. Something. Sean, brilliant. spit it out, baby. Let's go. It's a live show. What do we got? Should we skip you again, Sean? Uh, skip me again. All right. That's Sean O'Hara. That's why we bring him in. Uh, listen, the Joker, to Jamie's point, was smarter than Batman and crazier, and it didn't work. And so in the next one, they're like, never mind brains. Just give us straight up brawn. Let's just yeah. have a fight. Give me Dan Campbell with that mask over his face like that, and let's just punch the hell out of Batman and see if he can take it. Bane breaks Batman's back, and somehow Christian Bale heals it by hanging on a rope. It doesn't make any sense. But I would go with Dan Campbell in the sort of Bane-esque powerful Batman villain rather than the smart one. Sean, we're going we're gonna to tempt fate and go to you again for a third time in a question you had last night. What do you think right, I would be the, the answer? I'm the, I'm the villain here. I'm the joker. Sean O'Hara. I'm, I'm the villain. Go, Sean. Give me a Steelers the Giants, hat. A Steelers? Give me a Steelers hat. <clears throat> All right, here. Are you sure you don't want they, the Giants hat? For, oh, no. Oh, that's okay. a Batman okay. crime. Okay. We froze the city. We got it. It's okay. Good save. All right, Sean. Good save. Here we go, baby. Here we go. Deliver. Just cook. Let O'Hara. You've had If anybody... If anybody could intimidate Batman, 
It's Mike Tomlin. Uh-huh. All right, listen, don't give me the Joker, this fat penguin. He's not scary, all sure. right? The Joker's making everybody laugh, and he's crazy. Mike Tomlin would be a great villain against yeah. Batman because yeah. he is the one that would talk about all kinds of distribution of labor and how we've got to make all the routine plays routine. He can strike fear in the back. I, I, I would argue that if he you? was, uh, wasn't he in the Dark Knight Returns? or the dark, uh, He Tom was in Cower was. Cower, yes. Cower was, but the Steelers are right there, the Gothams, yes. uh, the Gotham Knights. Oh. Bad minute, it's time for our first round. We're going to kick it off with the AFC North. It's Gus Edwards again. Here we it's go. Browns, Ravens, two of the top defenses going head-to-head, though. Sean, you have a minute for the group. Yeah. You get to kick it off. All right, well, listen, I know everybody's focused on the defense right here, but Jedrick Wills, the left tackle for the Cleveland Browns, went down with an MCL injury. Yes, shocker. I'm going with offensive line right here. It's not. The- um, he goes down. It's just huge, all right, because now uh, James Hudson had to fill in a left tackle. You've got a rookie right tackle in Dewan Jones. That could be a huge factor against this Ravens defense that's playing lights out. Uh, this Ravens team, when Todd Munkin got the offensive coordinator job, I just thought it was going to be a perfect fit for Lamar Jackson, and it has. He is predominantly one from the pocket when he's had to use his legs. He's allowing those great athletes like Gus Edwards to be a big factor in this. I expect them to do something to this Browns defense that we haven't mm. seen this year because of how well they're executing, especially at home. Deshaun. Deshaun Watson is not on the injury report. He is on the expense report. And yeah. he is getting those checks for this game. You versus Lamar, you're healthy, you're surrounded by players that you now know and are familiar with. This is by far, I think, the biggest game he has had as a Cleveland Brown. You're healthy, you're ready, let it rip. This is why they brought you in to beat Lamar. Go for it. He's, Lamar's had him twice since they've gone head-to-head in their careers. All right, next up, the Lions go on the road to take on the Chargers. Kyle, you kick us off in a minute. Lions, we haven't seen them in a while. They're coming yeah. off the bye. The last time we saw them, they were beating the Josh McDaniels Raiders, and it was J- Jameer Gibbs, like, national coming out party. Are they, are they a, a real power? Are, they, are Lions going to be in the NFC title game? Like, are they going to be in the Super Bowl? Are they going to win the Super Bowl? They can do all of that. This Chargers team has gotten off the mat. I want to see the Lions put them back down. If you're as bad as we think you are, and we kind of hope you are, you are a better team than the Chargers. Show us. Yeah, yeah. the last time we saw the uh, Detroit Lions with an opportunity to go up against an elite AFC rival, not so good, folks. Mm. I mean, that was embarrassing. Awesome. Embarrassing yeah, on the no. road. Now they go all the way to the West Coast. They go up against the worst passing off or passing defense in the NFL. But what we saw on Monday night was not the worst passing offense mm-hmm. or passing defense. They were all over the field and they got all after the quarterback. I expect to see that in this matchup for the Chargers. Yeah, Goss been so good all season long, and then he's kind of hit a little bit of a lull right here. How does he bounce back? I think having David Montgomery should help him out a lot. Uh, they're expecting to have him back after missing him for a couple days. That could be a good one-two punch. Ten combined Super Bowls I like between it. the next two teams on Mad Minute. Kyle, who is it? Uh, is it the Packers and the Steelers? It is. Good <laughs> math. So good smart. math. Okay. Peter's Wicked gone smart. To pick up the yeah, slot. you're right. Um, I, I'll start off in this one. It's going to be a close game. I think it always is. For the Packers, look, this is kind of a de facto playoff game. You're three and five coming off. You can't go three and six. If you're three and six, it's a no man's land. The Steelers, seven straight wins in one score games by Kenny Pickett. Hmm. It's either going to be he or Jordan Love with the ball, probably down or tied in the last minute of the game. Who's going to make a play? The odds say it's going to be Pickett. Somehow, some way, the Steelers just keep winning. You know, and and, and maybe it's something to do with the distribution of labor among both offense and defense, as we've seen Mike Tomlin talk about. I want to see Kenny Pickett play well in the first half. Like, don't wait till the fourth quarter. This isn't the NBA, all right? You can you can actually you can't win the game in the first half, but you can certainly lose it. Let's see Kenny Pickett first half. 
I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan since I was a baby boy. Is that right? All right. 1976 was born during the dominant fashion of the Steel City, okay? They just know how to win. It's science. So I don't know how they're doing it, but Mike Tomlin was given the the, the reins years ago and he was just told you can't have a losing season. And so that's what they do. And I have no preconceived notion that Pittsburgh is not going to find a way you to like win Pittsburgh. this football game. Yeah. Okay. In mid to late October, when we inspected the Vikings schedule for November, we thought, wow, this is ripe for the Vikings to go on a run. Then Kirk Cousins got hurt, but then Josh Dobbs arrived, and there's some odd magic. They're hosting the Saints this weekend. That's a tricky one for them, Ryan. What do you go? Where do you go here? Well, I, I like the Saints. I've liked the Saints since the beginning of the year. I thought they would win this division, sure. and I thought Derek Carr was a, a variable that was that something no one could quantify because of how good he was. It's been a slow start. They cannot score in the red zone. And if you allow this Minnesota Vikings team to hang around in any such form, they'll find a way to beat you. They just they just have that in them. So that's my only worry is that there are no explosive plays for the Saints in this matchup against the Vikings. Mm. I'm, I'm such a jerk. I, I, I'm, I'm a Grinch about the Josh Dobbs thing. I am. No, I don't I, like it. I, I, listen, I got to be honest. <laughs> I've seen Josh Dobbs for a long time. We all have. We see him. He shows up. Everybody likes him. Then he goes to a new team. Last week was really special. I have my doubts about whether he can do it again. I hope I'm wrong. I really do. I probably won't be, though. I don't trust that you do. There's probably a good chance that he does come back down to earth uh, after that big win. But it's also yeah. because of the Saints defense. The Saints lead the league in takeaways right now defense. They're good so defense. That's a huge part of it. We're actually going to have him on later on in the show. I'm curious to see Taysom Hill. Talk about guess, it. Guess who the leading rusher has been for the Saints the last two weeks. Is it Taysom? Alvin Kamara, it's Taysom Hill. <laughs> awesome. I know, that's Yet awesome. Yet they still had Derek Carr try to sneak it into the end zone. That's but, true. That was strange. Brilliant! <laughs> All right. Point of he could have had, had a... Let's a, ask Taysom about that when he's on Good Morning Football later. Yeah. Uh, he could have had a reception... Uh, a pass for a touchdown as well as a running touchdown. I mean, come on. Um, all right, last one. That's the sexiest thing It's a minute, alive. people. The buzzer has gone. Sorry, uh, sorry. NFC East. Gi- Sean, the Giants play the Cowboys this weekend. You say things now. Mm. <laughs> this, is, this is awesome. This is exactly what you want. If you are Tommy DeVito and you're going to make go. your first NFL start, you're going to request the Dallas Cowboys. Of course I want to play Dak. Of course I want to play McCarthy. Who, no, nobody finds ways to lose games more than those guys. Yeah, I'm sorry, Cowboys fans. I'm throwing a little shade right there. But I love it. I think this is going to be a great matchup. The only thing that I'm curious about is who the heck's going to block Micah Parsons? I don't know. Uh, Evan Neal? I, you're not putting Evan Neal one-on-one with him, so you're going to have to have a lot of help. This could be tough, but uh, – I kind of like the ring uh, of DeVito going into Dallas. This is the game that started the season. There was so much hope in New York for this Giants team, and it was evaporated on a blocked field goal to start that game, and it was over. Week one. This thing could get out of hand and out of hand quick, all right? If it's 50 to nothing, it wouldn't surprise me, all right? But I'm hoping it's not. I know where Sean had to go because he's a giant. But I, I'm telling you right now, this thing could be bad, folks. <laughs> Sean, what, what hath God wrought on the, on the New York Giants? I don't know. What are we doing? I don't know. We they just had the coach out. of the year. We just paid our yeah. quarterback. Why are we talking about this? Everything that could have gone wrong has Jeez. gone it all went upside down. Week yep. one, it was that block field goal, that that series. It right happens. And it's like recover. Yeah. I mean, they, they just haven't. They haven't. I don't know why. You know, sometimes, sometimes things just knock it, you it, on your on your tail, and you I can't get back get up. up. While, it does right? help when you have healthy offensive linemen that can actually block people. That does help. The Colts all take right. it on the Patriots in Frankfurt, Germany. Kyle, you say things about this game. <laughs> you know, it's so great to have our game over in Germany. It's an incredible thing. Uh, it, the Belichick thing is not an incredible thing. No. If you have been like loathing, hating, resenting the 20-year run of Bill Belichick, tune in to NFL Network because it could come to a screeching halt there. It's what is it? It's probably a German word, right? Leave Schadenfreude. It is, en- it is enjoying the pain of others. Watch this as an anti-Patriots watch if you're one of those guys. Go for it. You made that up. 
Schadenfreude. It's a real word. It's a real word. There's an umlaut. It counts. Wow. <laughs> I, I can't. I know that. it's hard Michigan. to. It's hard to decipher. The Patriots left J.C. Jackson at home, right there. I don't know. You know, that's that's the whole point in all this. Like, you don't get to come to Germany. Mm-hmm. You don't get anything. We're just going to leave you at home, and then we're going to, you know, not play very good defense against Gardner Minshew. Go Cougs, by the mm-hmm. way, uh, in Germany. We we run the world, folks. I bet you Old Crimson's going to be waving there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. that's true. Wow, interesting. Last time, last week, it was Chiefs Dolphins. Yes, it yes. was. I mean, offensive explosion. We're seeing all kinds of points. At least that's what we're expecting. Uh, not the case here. I'm really looking forward to the special teams in this game. I, mm-hmm. I know they appreciate oh kicking. There will mm. be a lot of that in this game. He's going to be looking forward to the special teams. Did you enjoy Thursday night football? Yes. Hell yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, next, the Texans, the red hot Texans, are in Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. Ryan, C.J. Mm-hmm. Stroud, the former Ohio State quarterback, maybe gets to go home and have some glory, but he has to go up against the other Ohio quarterback, Ohio born quarterback. Uh, yes, as we heard from Joe Burrow this week, he went to school at Ohio State and he played football at LSU. Hey, cool. okay. hey, hey. That, that's, that's as good as you can say it. I uh, love this matchup. I think it's really interesting. C.J. Stroud had to uh, prepare like this was a playoff game for him. But who's the hottest team in all of football right now, maybe, outside the Baltimore Ravens? Well, the Cincinnati Bengals, and they see each other next week. So they get over the top here, over the rookie quarterback. He showcases what it's going to take to get to the next level. And then we'll see that from Joe Burrow. The injury thing is peeing in the punch bowl for the Bengals. There's this whole idea of here they come, they're going to be this massive ascension and get out of their way. Higgins not expected to play again, hamstring. And then I I hate hearing Jamar Chase back. I hate it because the back is like the worst. You don't want to deal with it. It is one of these things that lingers. He says he feels all right. I don't want the the injury thing to ruin the Bengals' ascension because I think we're seeing one. Mm -hmm. Tyler Boyd season. I hope so. Old pro. I think C.J. Stroud has a chance to lock up some hardware. If somehow, some way, the Texans can find a way to beat the It's Bengals. over, offensive rookie of the year. Rookie of the year, done. Just put his name on it. Wow. It's happening. Puka Nakua? I love Puka. He's on a bye. We'll see oh, that after the week. CJ, fight, uh, if he could beat him with Nico and Tank. What if Puka catches right. passes from Carson Wentz? Does he get to be offensive rookie of the year? Mm-hmm. I don't count Puka out. Uh, all right, let's go to the Bay. Uh, Titans taking on the Buccaneers. Kyle, you still have not bought into Billy Jeans. Yeah, Jamie is, is, I think, is getting commission on the Billy Jean's nickname. <laughs> Jamie wants it more than anything in her life. The two most important things in Jamie's life right now is she's expecting a child. Yes, I am. And she's expecting everyone to embrace the Billy Jean's nickname for Will Levis. You know what? Go out and beat Tampa, and we'll talk about okay. it. Okay. He's okay. He's 1-1 as a starter. He's 0-1 as a Titan, 1-0 as an Oiler. I need to get his first win as a Titan, then we can talk about nicknames, Jamie. But I'm here for you. Sounds yeah, good. I like that she was one of those first-in, first-out investors. That's clearly definitely all right. Yeah. Um, look, for... For Will Levis, like DeAndre Hopkins, has been, he's been a resurgence for D. Hopkins. So I'm looking forward to seeing him flourish in this game. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Mm. Will Levis, Madison, Connecticut, by the way, native. What does uh, that mean? What is the relevance from, of that, Ryan? I, I live in Connecticut now. It's close to, to where I live. It's great. Okay. But so, what else? What I, know, else you, I don't know if you seconds. folks out there should know where I Ten live. Ten more seconds or, about the game. <laughs> uh, Buccaneers defense has been horrible. Okay. Will Levis has a big game. DeAndre Hopkins goes for three tugs. Let's go. All right. Um, the Commanders are flying all the way out to Seattle um, to face the Seahawks. Sean, mm-hmm. what to look forward to, Mad Minute, Minute, go. When I'm looking at this game, we talked to, uh, to Ron Rivera about it. This crowd noise is is deafening. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think Brian Robinson has to have a big game. And I know we were talking about the scepter. Can he win all that? It's not about the angry runs. It just means a lot of runs. Like, if you ask Sam Howell to throw the ball 45 times at Seattle, I think that's a recipe for disaster. So, mm. big run game from Robinson. Uh, last time the Seattle Seahawks were embarrassed like they were last week was the opening weekend of the season to the L.A. Rams. And they returned fire the next mm. week by destroying the Detroit Lions in their home stadium. I expect 
Pete Carroll to have this team raring to go. Washington continues their roller coaster ride of a season. in the Pacific Northwest. Well, Washington gets rid of Sweat and mm-hmm. Chase, and you're like, all right, well, they're just selling everything. They're selling, and, and then they go and get a win, and they're not quitting. Uh, Jonathan Allen, Ron Payne have four total sacks this season. They're going to need some. But, Sean, you mentioned the scepter. There's a great injustice that the Washington Commanders organization has been a barren cabinet of scepters. Listen, they're going against Zach Charbonnet in the Seattle, who's won one this year, and Kenneth Walker, who's always a threat for one. This is a scepter special right now. Somebody come home with this thing. We'll see you next Tuesday. Absolutely. Yeah. When you have the head coach getting involved in the debate, it's dangerous territory. Last one for yes. this round. The Jets take on the Raiders. This could Let's be go. like the all-storyline bowl in Sunday Night Football. Ryan, what do you look for come Sunday night? Oh, Max Crosby. My favorite player in the NFL. Mm. Favorite player. I love what he stands for. Love his motor. Doesn't come off the field. Uh, he's going to scare Zach Wilson a lot this weekend, and uh, that's going to mean for a long day for this offense. If the defense doesn't get turnovers, the Raiders get a second win in our Antonio Purse. Let's say it goes bad for the Jets, and what you're saying is true, and Crosby's terrorizing Wilson. Is there any point where Wilson will be pulled? I'm just, Or if he plays terrible and they lose, will they change quarterbacks after this week? Salah is resolute, and the front office is Zach, 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 Zach. If you lose this one, and I hate to just put it out there because you haven't played the game yet, I would love to even have a reasonable conversation about maybe we consider someone else. But you know what? I think the Jets are going to win this game. I think mm. they're going to stay alive somehow. I do. Well, isn't it interesting that like the Giants played the Raiders in Vegas last week? Now the Jets are. We got back to back. All right, are New Yorkers going to go over here? Maybe like, if we go over to losing to Vegas. I think Brees Hall is the most interesting guy. Max Crosby, absolutely unblockable right now. Mackay Becton is not a good matchup, for but Brees Hall, it's audible. The, the electric, electricity he brings to a stadium when he touches the ball. Like, mm-hmm. Jets fans get out of their seats every time he touches the ball. He's the key to that game if the Jets are going to get that win. I heard it's a nightmare in Las Vegas right now because they're building the track for the F1 race, mm. which is happening in next week, I believe. Who will it be a nightmare for on Sunday night football? Taysom keeps the left side, and he will walk into the end zone. Untouched. Taysom Hill. Touchdown. Taysom keeps it to the outside. Taysom Hill, 5-4. Taysom Hill takes it in for the touchdown. Saints. Throws to Taysom Hill. Right corner of the end zone, and that is a touchdown to Taysom Hill. We got him. That's one of the baddest men in the league. Uh, our friend NFL analyst Ross Tucker says he's the best football player in history, maybe the best athlete in history, maybe the best person. Oh, No lies oh. detected. Absolutely love this dude coming off an historic game in Week 9. New Orleans State, Taysom Hill. What's up, Taysom? How we doing? Taysom. Yeah. Hey, what's, what's going on, guys? Th- thanks for having me. This, uh, <laughs> you know, this legend just keeps, keeps continuing to grow. I don't know how I feel about all that. Mm. Well, you're always modest, but I'm sorry. You just keep doing what you do on the field. It's going to continue to grow. And, in fact, I have stats to back it up. Oh. Taysom, you joined an exclusive club in Week 9. Only the second player in history to rush for 25, throw for 10-plus touchdowns, and record 10 receiving-plus. The other guy who's done it we're looking at now. That is Frank Gifford. It looks like it's from 1865. That's the only guy who's done what you've done, an absolute legend. Taysom, what's it like to to know that you've done something that hasn't been done since this black and white NFL footage? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a good question. Um, You know, I think this this last week I've had the opportunity to kind of reflect upon my career a little bit in some of these conversations. And... I would say the the overwhelming feeling is just has really just been gratitude. You know, I had no idea that my career would go this way. 
And uh, I look back seven years ago, you know, being an undrafted free agent in Green Bay, getting cut, you know, losing my job, and then ended up in New Orleans. And I think about Sean, Mike Westoff, our special teams coordinator, and at the time, and DA, and Pete Carmichael, and, you know, creating these opportunities for me. Man, it's, it's, uh, it's been a nostalgic week for me, and one that I just feel, you know, overwhelmed with gratitude. Well, we're grateful cool. for you because you've kind of redefined the way your position, which feels like one of one. We're not even really sure on certain days what position you do play. But we love watching you. The versatility on the field is not new for you, though. We always ask this of players. We say, when you were growing up, did you want to throw the ball like Aaron Rodgers? Did you want to run like uh, DeMarco Murray? Like, who was your guy? But you have many blanks to fill in here. So please, if you would give us the pleasure, three players you have to fill in the blank for. You wanted to be able to throw the ball like who, run the ball like who, and then also catch the ball like who? Yeah. Um, golly, good questions. I got to give a shout-out to my guy, Drew Brees. Um, yeah. I remember growing up. So I, I, I had two older brothers, and one of my older brothers was a quarterback, and I will say he loved, he loved watching Drew, and therefore I watched all of Drew's stuff. And so I grew up watching him play. Um, that's probably my number one there. Run the ball, man. I got I got to go with LT. You know, that's that was my guy uh, growing up. His versatility, his ability to to cut and move, and um, that's the guy that comes to mind. And then I I think I think about that um, the Colts team watching Peyton throw the ball, the Marvin Harrison, Torrey Holt. Those are those are the guys that really come to mind when I was when I was growing up. Cool. Taysom, uh, you, you just spoke of, of Drew Brees, and your first four years of your career, you got to end up playing with him, being yeah. in the quarterback room with him every single day. This offseason, the Saints made a move to bring in Derek Carr, and his resume speaks for itself. Have you, had any, have you seen any similarities between the two guys, and what's impressed you most about D.C. so far? Yeah, for sure. Um, Man, I, I would say that Derek is is a professional in, in every sense of the word. You know, I, just, I would describe Drew the same way. But one of the things that I, I really you know love Derek and playing with Derek is is his competitive nature. Um, you know, I was able to watch him from afar, and, and I was a fan of his from afar. But I've had some opportunities to be in the huddle with him. You know, and in that fiery, you know, competitive nature has has really shown out, and I, I love that about him. Um, that energy is contagious, and you know, that's that's really what sticks out in my mind. It's so cool that you grew up watching and idolizing Drew Brees, and then you got to play with him uh, like a dream come true. Uh, but th- let's talk about your team right now. You guys are sitting at five and four. You're top of the NFC South. And last week, you know, we just started to see kind of what your offense can really become. And I'm just curious, like, what, what is Pete Carmichael Jr. doing differently? What has changed? And is this something that you guys feel like makes you guys a legitimate playoff team? Yeah, you know, I, I don't want to diminish, you know, anything that, you know, our offensive staff is, is doing. But I, I think at the root of it, as I look at the first part of the season, I felt like there were so many little mistakes that killed our drives, whether it was penalties, you know, a few turnovers here and there, and we got behind the sticks, and then we just weren't able to convert on third down. And I think what, what we're seeing is um, those little mistakes 
have gone away. Like I think of our last few games, it's been a pretty penalty-free game for us offensively. And, um, you know, so I, I really, you know, Pete and those guys have been so consistent throughout this entire season. But I feel like players and what we're doing has just, you know, we, we've started to execute a little bit better. You know, I do, I'm a big believer in momentum and how, you know, you get things rolling, that confidence, that momentum. And um, we knew we were close, and now we're starting to see that confidence grow and uh, know what we're capable of. Yeah, and you got a five in the win column. It looks good. Looking for a six. Taysom, we always hear this word versatility. It just follows you around, and it's a real badge of honor, versatility. But take us off the field. You can do so many different things on the field. What are your hobbies that you're into, your versatility in the hobby sense? Like, are you someone who, like, smokes brisket or you, you paint tiny soldiers? Like, what do you do off the field that is just incredible that people might be impressed with? Paint yeah, well, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not painting tiny soldiers, uh, but maybe I'll try that this offseason. Um, okay, my number one thing is golf. I love the golf. Um, I'm okay, not a great yeah, golfer. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm a good golfer. I'm a single handicap guy. Um, wow. But that is, That's a great that is golfer. Number. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, it's not good enough for him. I love the golf. That's my thing. I love the I love the cook. You talked about brisket. Um, yeah. You know, I'm not a big brisket guy, but I do love the cook. And uh, you know, I'm still learning. We're on we're on baby number two. I'm still learning. Uh, you know, know, to take care of these little babies. You know. Yeah, there goes the golf game. All right, yeah. so hold on. Let's let's follow. Yeah. What is what is your favorite club in the bag? Like that that's that's your guy. Like he has your back. And if you're gonna make something for like a let's say a little dinner party that's just gonna blow everybody away, like this is a great meal. What is the meal? Okay. Um, I will say I'm a. I got this little driving two iron that I hit off that I hit off the, the tee. <laughs> all my buddies, all all my buddies that I play with say, hey, I'll play you for whatever you want as long as you don't use that club. Um, so oh, that, that's, that's awesome. my go-to. The two hour. Um, and the meal? And then I would say my go-to is um, some steak tacos. If I was having people over, I'd make Come some on. steak tacos. You know, um, talk about I it. Just made some. I gotta gotta get a nice piece of meat, marinate that thing, and uh, make oh, some steak tacos. God. This guy's the coolest guy. <laughs> ever. I want to be best friends with you, yeah. Tyson. And as for as good as he is in the NFL, I, I don't know if you guys caught his act as a quarterback yeah. in, in Provo. It, it was from a college football fa- uh, fan boy side of yeah. things. Yeah. Dude, you were you were a baller. Awesome. Actually, Taysom's very first collegiate pass was a touchdown, I think, against Washington State, if I'm not concerned. Uh, uh, now we're getting into it. Now we're getting True? into big depths here. Cougar is, on Cougar true. Prime. I get true. it. I get it. That is true. Yeah, big. That is true. Taysom, congratulations on Baby 2. Uh, we appreciate you so much. Stay healthy, man. So fun to watch you. And come back. I can't believe your first time on the show. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.